This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, welcome to this week's podcast episode. Uh, I love this particular topic that we're going to be talking about today. We're going to be talking all about marketing from an email marketing standpoint. And with that, I've got Andre Boychuk, and he's the CEO of Flow Flowium, and it's a leading e-commerce e-marketing platform. He's a strategist, and we're going to talk all about growth and um, how to scale your business using digital email marketing. So, Andre, welcome. Uh, hi, Christopher. Thank you. Thank you for having me on the show. Yeah, I know, um, you know, we connected through Podmatch and tell people how you got started and, you know, we'll get into the nuts and details of the show. Sure. So I started back in 2000s, early 2017. Late 2016, I quit my corporate job and I didn't know what to what to do. And I had um, some experience in email marketing from my side hustle. I was building websites and doing email marketing for myself. And when I quit my job, I uh, my full time job, I didn't know what to do. So I start um, like exploring different options. I didn't want to work for somebody else at that moment. So I found this platform Upwork. And I start kind of freelancing, taking jobs, uh, like taking different projects, like uh, small, big, uh, I didn't care. Just the volume for me was the most important. And I, after months on this platform, I realized that people pay more money for email marketing than any other services. And there's not much competition. So I kind of, this is how I kind of narrow my focus on email marketing and the rest is like history yeah yeah i love that and i love um so kind of talk about um you know from uh, the audience standpoint why business owners should think about or consider email marketing sure uh so email marketing it's one of the marketing channels where you own the data you own that email and you are able to communicate with your prospect or customers as often as you want of course you you will not send them probably 50 emails per day uh, but you can do you can do that communication on your own terms so no other platform like facebook instagram TikTok will change some kind of algorithm and people will not see your post here you own that email and you can do the manual outreach you can type in the email and send it out 
or you can do the mass uh, or which is called email marketing where you craft the message and send it to your entire list the way i love it is because um <clears throat> I, you know this podcast it's very when listeners and subscribers they come it's very intimate it's almost like you're in a like a space and email is like this email newsletter or it's like more intimate and kind of like sms you know versus like the big platforms you know it's just basically widespread you know shoot and pray yeah. uh so kind of talk about what is interesting is um i love talking or learning about strategies and trends with email marketing especially in this day of an age of ai now so in terms of ai there's not much that i can uh, there, there's not much change that I um, like. I, I see so far. Some people use AI for copywriting, uh, like to create uh, create some subject lines, create some uh, copy uh, for the, the the email itself. And some um, tools, uh, some email marketing platform ESPs, they have built an AI in this um, in their email builders. But it's not something like innovative it's like listen you can use chat gpt create subject lines and put it in what i like i like is some ai features where they predict something they predict your behavior like predict your next purchase or they predict what you're gonna do next that ai i like like it's like more like machine learning uh, but uh, for that ai uh, or machine learning to work uh, better you need to feed more information. So if somebody purchased only once from your store or become your customer only paid you once, the, there is not much data for AI to learn. But if the second time or third time or fifth time buyer, it's easier to predict their next purchase. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, and uh, we'll get into email trends, but um, one thing I want to ask you is um so you mentioned a higher roi when you use email marketing in, in terms of just conversion rate but um how is this uh like compare and contrast with social media like versus like the reach and also the conversion and the open rates and all of that uh so it's different i mean there's no uh there's no no metric like a reach because it's not you're not showing to the masses and like how many people you reach uh, you have uh, x number of email contacts and let's say 1000 when you send it to 1000 people the average open rate is between like 20% and can be as high as 50% for 1000 email subscribers so this is your reach kind of 50% of 50% of your list will open that emails uh, but uh, it will be delivered to 100% of your list. Um, the, the, the challenge here is deliverability because this is a fundamental of email marketing. Uh, how good your deliverability score, how good your email getting to the inboxes versus spam folder or promo folder. So there's a lot of like technical things you have to do on the back end to make sure uh, inbox providers like gmail yahoo and other do not consider you you as a spammer <laughs> yeah yeah it's interesting because um you know with social media it's kind of just like um basically big reach but you you know conversion may be very small but then like um you know a lot of people use social media to as a funnel into their email list and then the email list is more you know dedicated committed and your conversion rates are a lot higher um, of course yeah. Yes, so. I'm not familiar with the social media conversion rate, but 
from web visitor to email subscriber, the 4%, 4, 4 to 5% conversion rate from e web visitor to email subscribers considered the good uh, kind of opt-in rate or conversion rate into email subscribers. And then from email subscriber to a buyer, I, I don't have the generic numbers, but for example, for automatic email or behavior trigger email, like 2%, 3%, or like from 1% to 3%, it's a good conversion rate, uh, but in e-commerce space. But if we're talking about campaigns, those email blasts or campaigns broadcast, it's a point like half a percent or even like smaller, consider like, okay, uh, conversion rate, because you're sending them more often, and they are not as personalized as the behavior trigger emails. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Um, so what are some uh, trends in uh, email marketing? So th the latest one that on top of my mind, um, Yahoo and Gmail uh, changing uh, the rules like currently and in, in December next month, uh, Gmail will be deleting all inactive users who did not use Gmail in the last two years, and uh -huh. it will affect people's deliverability that if they do not clean up their databases, if they do not do the less hygiene. And the hypothesis <laughs> and the rumors that those all emails will be converted to like spam traps if you're still sending them uh, to those emails. If you're sending them, it's a it's, it's a sign to Gmail that like you're a spammer because you should not send those to, to those people. Uh, so this is kind of the big uh, industry shift. And um, earlier this year, another was big trend and big shift was to set up dedicating sending domain. Uh, uh -huh. So when you use email marketing tool, when you send uh, email. Uh, from your brand, let's say like our brand is Flowium. It's like sent from Flowium and it's like via and MailChimp, blah, 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 or active campaign, blah, blah, blah. Some like, like weird, weird domain. But uh, so you're using shared domain and you need to set it up in your domain hosting uh, some records to make sure you're using your domain to send out those emails and not some shared one. Because shared one right now will be will be treated as a kind of spammers now. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's quite interesting. Uh, yeah, email and spam and, you know, I'm always getting, you know, kind of spam and um, and always, you know, unsubscribing. So, you know what? You probably don't get even 5% was going your way. <laughs> uh, and even like the spam folder doesn't even like your spam folder even doesn't get like probably 90 or more percent of what's actually going your way. Yeah. But Gmail, Yahoo and other providers, they doing great job to blocking those emails, even like entering your inbox, even spam folder. I know it's annoying when you're <laughs> when you send out emails and end up in spam. Yeah. But in general, those spam filters are good for users. So, for example, if you know either you know your email hosting site or whatnot, like, and um, if you block senders, does that negatively impact those those addresses? And you know, does it get recognized as that's like a spammer, um, that sort of thing? Yes. So there's 
there's special uh, companies there's like different like how should i call like spam houses like people like uh, where if you <laughs> if they blacklist you you can be blacklisted on one side but not blacklisted on another side but it's very important not to be blacklisted at all but yeah. if you are blacklisted there's uh things you need to do to 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 make sure like uh to get your reputations like in a good position it takes time deliverability is not something that is like happens overnight so it goes both ways when you do something wrong you don't see it like immediately it's like you ruin your sender's reputation like over a long period of time the same thing uh, like to get it better you need like uh, to do it a good time for a very long time to get it better it's like very similar to credit credit score you know like it's not something yeah. like you do it once and your credit course like drop 200 points actually you can theoretically do that but it's not something it's typically something over a period of time you like opening different credit cards you're loading credit cards with a lot of money and your like credit score goes down same thing to improve it you need to start paying those bills on time uh, yeah. reduce your um, balances and this is how your credit score will grow same thing with the sender reputation Interesting. Yeah. And kind of talk about, we'll kind of shift gears, but uh, talk about uh, starting and running a premium service marketing agency. So when I started back in 2017, I did not know even this business model agency thing. Uh, I was just kind of hustling, making money, ma making money to survive. At that moment, I lived in New York. I, I still live in New York. Uh, I had my first daughter and like wife, and I need to support my family. So I didn't care about agency, not agency, premium, not premium. Like I just need to make money. Uh, <laughs> but then when I start to get traction, like when I start to focus uh, only on e-commerce clients, um, I mean, we serve all kinds of clients, but at that moment I was focusing only on e-commerce and people just start to referring to me, other people. And I was managing myself close to like 24 clients and it was crazy. I mean, money was there. Like I like the money, but uh, it, I didn't have time to spend those money. And I knew one guy uh, who had the agency already. And I like, listen, I'll pay you money. Can you teach me how you organize your company, how you hire people? So over a period of three months, he taught me how to do it. And then I learned about the agency model, uh, the business model, how it works, what kind of people I need to hire, how to do business, how to price. I become less, much less profitable because I ha had to hire people, uh, but my stress level went down as well. Like I was not as stressed as it used to be. And yeah, and over the years, we, we grew a lot uh, during uh, COVID. I mean, all e-commerce businesses grew a lot during COVID period yeah and this yeah. is my story <laughs> yeah it's interesting it's interesting uh your story describing is um kind of like uh you know i'm a hustler too so you know always looking for opportunities and um but then when you kind of consolidate and like create a brand and you focus um you know create an agency model which is interesting i never heard of that um, term but um then you talk about um, this uh, scaling an e-commerce business with email marketing. Tell, tell us more about that aspect. Sure. So when, when somebody starts e-commerce business or any kind of business, the most important thing is, is to get 
leads to get clients to get money to get revenue like like um, like revenue like cash is a uh, something that fuels the business yeah. uh, so this is kind of the step number one but uh, when e-commerce uh, businesses uh, reach certain point they start to realize listen we are like hamster wheel like we getting new clients we're getting new clients we're getting new clients and it's just like um how can we scale and this is the next phase in retail and e-commerce uh, mm -hmm. space is a retention so even if you sell something closing closing or like beauty and cosmetic it's not only about like those subscription models but when you sell just one use one time use product it doesn't mean that you cannot sell more to the same clients and this is where email marketing is very good it's a part of retention marketing so our goal was email marketing to sell more to those people and to increase their lifetime value so they not to convert those one-time buyers to two-time buyers to three-time buyers and so forth um, because only in general their good rule of thumb only 20 percent of from first-time buyers are converted to second-time buyers and in some brand uh, the, the the percentage even is much smaller so the when brands starting up they are focusing a lot on acquisition but if they want to scale up they need to start focusing on retention as well retention of their customers yeah yeah i love that um you kind of as we kind of end to the come to the end of the show and the talk which i really enjoyed was this um you talk about you know you quit your corporate job and talk about you know taking that leap entrepreneurial mindset and setting winning goals Christopher so what what is like uh, what is the question I didn't get it uh you know describe this idea where you uh you know you took a leap of faith you quit your job you went all in on your business and uh you know decided to grow and scale your 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 business and your company sure like right now like looking back it like it wasn't as hard but remember if I remember how was it it was extremely it took me like a few years probably two years to quit my job like i always <laughs> wanted but it took me two years and when i quit it you know like you're listening to all those podcasts or youtube channels people are saying don't worry money will come you just need to do what you love or like you need to <laughs> hustle and money will come and you're like yeah i hear you but money is not coming and at that moment i was thinking that I did not kind of believe in myself uh but i push it through i mean one thing that helped me a lot i was just consistent doing the work doing the work doing the work and i was not afraid to take small project for 50 dollars here uh for 70 project like a project there for 500 here 200 there so it, I, I i didn't care much about at the beginning didn't care much about the amount of money but I care about my kind of reputation, built up my reputation re to mm. get reviews for the clients. So this is how how it all started. Yeah, yeah, I love that. How can people contact you, follow you, reach out to you, check out your social media, check out your work? Sure. I mean, the best way is go to our website. Uh, it's flowium, F-L-O-W-I-U-M.com, and you can get access to all our information and contact us and also i'm a very active on linkedin my first and last name yeah and for all the audience out there listening andre for coming on um really 
kind of elucidating email marketing. It's really interesting. It's, it's age old, but just just you you know when you get a feeling something in your email inbox. All of his resources will be in the links and show notes. And with that, thanks so much for coming onto the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me.